Hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking Barriers. I am your host, Destiny Tatelestai. Today we are going to be talking about what the true gospel actually is. Some say it's the gospel according to Paul. Some say it's gospel according to Christ. Some say it's the gospel of God. There is so much confusion surrounding what the true gospel is because we're taught in Sunday school, but we never talk about it again as adults. So join me today as we discover the gospel of Yeshua. Father, I thank you for yet another day that we have breath, that we may rejoice in your creation and what you made and continue on our paths to reaching the lost for the kingdom of heaven. I thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice that they may go out this week living fruitful and blessed lives. I thank you that every word that comes from my mouth is touching the heart of your children, touching the heart of those who are searching for you, and touching the heart of those who may not agree with you at all. I thank you for using me as a conduit that your words may reach the ears of your creation to bring your children back into the sheepfold, back into your kingdom, that we may live at rest and at peace with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. What is the gospel? Is it simply just good news? Well, biblically, the word gospel is defined by the Greek word euangelion, which is where we get the term to evangelize. And euangelion means rewarded for good tidings. And we look a little bit deeper. Tidings means to be proved by words and deeds. Rewarded for good deeds. Are you saying that this is a salvation by works? No, no, I am not. We are still only saved by Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, and our belief in him. But it goes a little bit deeper if you recall back to our episode, The Depth of Belief. To be rewarded for good tidings, or and good tidings being proved by our words and our deeds, or our works. Ephesians 2, 8 through 11. Let's, let's finish this phrase out. Ephesians 2, 8 through 11, Paul writes, For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any men should boast. Well, let's take a moment to pause. What Paul is saying is it's not of our own works, nothing that we do that we deem good. Why? Because the flesh, the human heart, is deceitfully wicked, according to Jeremiah 17, 9, and we are not good. No, not one, according to Jesus. So if we're rewarded for good words and good deeds, and that's the gospel, then what works are we talking about? Well, let's look a little further. It goes into God's works or Yahuwah's works that he set apart for us. Go into verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Jesus Christ unto good works, which God hath set before ordained that we should walk in them. 
Well, in Psalm 139, 16, Daniel tells us that the Father has written everything about our lives, everything that we have done, are doing, will do in our books in heaven that he has about us, which means he set apart works for us. And that's why Jeremiah 29, 11, he knows the plans he has for us. See, it's not about our own works and what we as humans deem good because humans in and of ourselves at our core, we are wicked, we are evil, we are selfish, and we don't do anything without a hidden agenda. That is, unless we are fulfilling what God, Yahuwah, the Father, set aside for us, because when you look down just a little bit more into verse 11, remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, what that means, you used to be sinners, but you've been saved, who were uncircumcised, but are now circumcised in the flesh by his hands. What that means is our heart has been softened. The hard outer core that keeps us angry and bitter and full of unforgiveness and malice and hidden agendas, all of that's been stripped away by the depth of our belief and our trust in Yeshua HaMashiach and his sacrifice for us, that we are being brought back into Yahuwah's workmanship and the plans that he set aside for us. So that's how we are rewarded for good tidings. Euangelion, the gospel. And you can find that in Romans fifteen sixteen. And we're going to talk about that a little bit further. You see, we're taught as children in Sunday school or as early believers, and a little bit in our youth groups, that the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins. It's not wrong, but it's not the true gospel. And see, then we attribute it to Paul. For Paul to have been an apostle, Christ revealed himself to him and delivered the same gospel, the same teachings that he taught the original 12 disciples. And so if there is deviation from Yahuwah and deviation from Yeshua, that would make Paul a false apostle, according to Deuteronomy 13. So did he line up with the Messiah? Yeah, he did. Actually, and we, we can know this in Romans fifteen sixteen. Romans fifteen sixteen that I should be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, those who are sinners or without being grafted into Israel or being born of Israel, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. You see, but there's some syntax that we miss here. And no, not everybody is a major in linguistics, but I'm fairly certain we all have a basic understanding of the English language. You see, when we use the word of prior to a proper noun, meaning proper noun saying Yeshua or proper noun saying Yahuwah, that tells us that the previous thing mentioned, in this case, the gospel, 
belongs to Yahuwah, belongs to Yeshua. It's, that's the person in question. So for it to be a minister of Jesus Christ, he has to belong to Jesus Christ. To deliver the gospel of God, the gospel has to belong to God. And so that begs the question that we've all been forgetting and refusing to look at. What is the gospel of the Father? Mark 1.14 Now after that, John was put in prison, and Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Matthew 5.19 Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach men to do so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach the same, shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. And what is the very first thing when Jesus comes on the scene, looking for his twelve disciples, that he says, Matthew 3, 2, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The gospel of the Father is his ways, his statutes, his commands, making us, his people, set apart in his righteousness, that we may walk in covenant with him, blameless, just as his son, Yeshua, did and showed us how to. In Psalm 4.3, David writes, But know that Yahuwah has set apart him that is godly for himself. Yahuwah will hear when I call unto him. Well, what does that mean? Malachi 3.6 and 7 for I am the Lord, your God. I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Even from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Jeremiah sixteen nineteen. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, says Yahuwah. So, if the gospel of God is all about us returning back to his ways for his people to be set apart, then what was Yeshua's actual job on the cross? Because we know he taught us to repent from our sin and turn back to the Father. Yeshua was the sin sacrifice for atoning for our sins. His blood fulfilled the obligations that man had in the covenant that Yahuwah made with Abraham. When you go back and look at that moment in Abraham's walk with the father, and the father was creating a covenant with him, Yahuwah placed Abraham into a deep sleep, much like he did with Adam. And the father signed the covenant on behalf of himself and on behalf of man. 
And that's why Yeshua had to come down in the flesh. So that way, God as man could fulfill man's obligation on the covenant that we may remain intact with the Father and covenant with the Father and being able to walk in that relationship with him in our repentance, turning from our sinful ways and embracing his holy and righteous ways. When Yeshua took his last breath on the cross, the earth quaked and his blood spilled down into the crack. Under the cross was the Ark of the Covenant and Yeshua's blood spilled onto the mercy seat. So for all eternity, our sin can be atoned for as long as we repent and believe. And that's what I love about the ways of the Father. Is Colossians 2, 16, 17 are so true that they are a shadow of things to come. You see, before Jesus came in the flesh, his laws, his ways, his statutes, his feast, everything pointed as a shadow to the first coming of Christ. But now, today, they point to his second coming. Because the Bible is not about us. It's about the Son of God, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. When you look in Leviticus 4, you see the law of sin. And it is to cover unintentional sin, which is confirmed by Hebrews 10.26, that if you intentionally sin, there is no sacrifice for you. You can accidentally eat the wrong thing. You can accidentally say a curse with your mouth out of anger and frustration. You can't accidentally commit adultery. And you can't accidentally commit murder. Accidentally killing somebody and murder are not the same thing. Death by accident happens. Murder is intentional, premeditated. The second thing that the sin sacrifice does is the blood of the sin offering is poured onto the altar. Christ's blood poured onto the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. And the third thing is this, the burn the fat, which is the sin of the sin offering in the fire. First Peter three, 18 and 19 tells us that Yeshua went into prison, hell, And he took the sins of the world there to be burned in the fire. But he also brought back those that would believe on him as the Son of God, as their Savior, as their Messiah. Because when he resurrected, 40 more people were seen walking around with him that were resurrected. The ways of the Father are so much more intricate and detailed and beautiful than we give him credit for. So what is the gospel? Evangelion, the gospel, is us being rewarded in heaven. For Christ told us our rewards are in heaven. 
rewarded for our good tidings, which is our actions proved by our words and our deeds by fulfilling what Christ commanded of us. Turn from our transgression of Yahuwah's laws. Trust and believe in the atonement for our sin by Yeshua's sacrifice on the cross. And come back into the covenant with the Father that we may preach this to the lost that they may be found. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.